Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, we are Kim and Penn Holderness. You may remember us from those parodies like Christmas jammies. We do a lot of them. They're two or three minutes long, meant to make you laugh. This is a podcast, a little bit longer, meant to make you laugh and maybe think a little bit. This is the real us, the real marriage, and everything in between. Make sure to subscribe and give us some feedback. You can email us at holdermesspodcast at gmail.com. This is the Open for our podcast. We want you to think that it's a party. So the song will crescendo slowly to make you think that this is a hip podcast. The truth is that it's just us talking whenever we get a break from the laundry. Or after working out, we go and skip the shower. This is young. We're dancing in here. No, we're not. (laughs) One of us is. That's true. So. You want to sweep that? Let's fade that. That is. Thank you. Welcome to the Holder Mess. Welcome to the Holder Mess Podcast, where every week my talented husband comes up with a brand new open. That was. Young, I'll say that. Yeah. Well, you keep giving me notes about things no, that you do so and don't talented. want. No, you're so talented. I love, I love it all. That was very. I feel like I danced to that definitely 15 years ago. I'm that was yeah. Super burnt out writing these, and we need to pick one <laughs> immediately. No, I kind of. You guys have to let us know. Do you like the new opens every week, or should we just stick to one? I think for continuity purposes. No. I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> well, Probably we, have to keep doing it. Anyway, 
Thank, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks. Max. Max is our producer. Say hi, Max. You're stuck, Pen. You're yeah. stuck forever. I kind of like it. It's like a new surprise. And it's okay if they're cringy and bad and just yeah, not very the, good. Yeah, the okay. cringier the better. I mean, right. that's been our entire career, right? Yeah. I think much. people are just listening to the opening and then just, just, well, just turning it off. That's right problematic. <laughs> maybe we need something a little worse to cause them to wait for the, the real payoff. Okay. Um, so we are bringing in a hired gun today to help us eat better. And, and by hired gun, he means somebody who is very just graciously is giving us their time. And she's going to tell us about how to eat better. And also we want to talk to her. her name is Lisa Leek and she has these great cookbooks that we've been uh, using for many, many years. And I think have helped change our lives for the better. Um, but we want to find out a couple of things from her, including is she a robot? Because <laughs> she seems pretty perfect um, and makes no mistakes with her food. And so we're going to try to take her outside her comfort zone. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're going to try. She is so kind. Uh, Lisa and her husband uh, went on a journey 10 years right. ago journey. or eight, eight to 10 years ago. And once they discovered what exactly they were eating and feeding their kids, they went on a, a, a challenge. They challenged themselves to eat 100 days of real food, meaning 100 days without processed food. Do you know how hard that is? It's completely impossible. It, it is. We eat pretty well yeah. uh, and we try and it, it requires a lot of energy and a lot of time and thought. And this was eight years ago when there weren't blogs and websites. to. So she really had to educate herself. So she started a blog about this and now has done cookbooks. She has another cookbook coming out. And it's just it's fascinating to me how she gets her kids not only to eat healthy food, but to cook healthy food. Yeah, we're going to get to all of that. I think first we should maybe let people know about what our um, faults are when it comes to eating. Uh, and everyone's got them, right? Like we've tried this whole food diet and mm -hmm. in some cases we do it, but we cheat aggressively. Yes. And we fall off the wagon and we travel, which makes it really, really hard. We travel a lot and it makes all this makes it really tough. I will say you have more willpower than I do. Like last night we made tacos and normally when it was it's time for tacos, I just do like a taco salad or something and I, I'll skip the shell. But man, I wanted me a taco shell or two last night. So I did the taco shell. Can I say this though? Kim, what? There aren't videos of you eating Taco Bell with Penn Charles. No, I actually have... Can, <laughs> Pen Charles is upstairs and he, while we're recording this and he screams, I love it. Do you know, fun fact, I never in my entire life have ever ordered a meal through Taco Bell. You Not, took a bite. You took a bite I of the Mexican it, pizza. And it was delicious. It's amazing, right? And yes. then 20 minutes later. I had like gastrointestinal distress. Yeah. But it was. Give the kids I'm given. And, and yeah, not, not that I've never had fast food. I mean, I've definitely had my share of fast food in my life, especially as a teen and early 20s. But Taco Bell just never seemed. I But I love, yeah. I love a taco. That's your jam? You love a taco? I, I love Taco Bell more than anything else. Really? Fast food related. Fast food related. We're not going to talk to Lisa about Taco Bell. Oh, no, I feel she like she'll just die. put the she'll put the microphone down and she'll walk away. She'll hang up. Um, I also we're going to talk to her a little bit about working together uh, as a married couple because she, like us, she has kind of leveraged this into a family brand, and her husband uh, full time manages the channel and they work together all the time. And I would love to know how she makes that work. You're, I'd love I, to know. You're looking at me as if you really need advice on this. Um. We're just going to see what she says. Oh, it's, oh, are there things I need to work on, honey? Well, look, I love you. I, <laughs> and there is no one I would rather be around than you. By the way, I was gone for two days. Two days. I was gone for two days this week. And I was like 
homesick. I missed her because she's always there. (laughs) And so I'm, well, I'm used to it now. And I know this doesn't sound adorable, but when you're gone, I'm like, there's my shadow's gone. My, and just a codependent wife. You're right here. She's right here. I'm sure you were thrilled to have me at the house. Oh, I missed you too. Um, but when we are together, uh, we are in a, a bit of a phase now where we see each other um, from 6 a.m. until 11 p.m. And there's not a lot of breaks hey. from work. Hey. Like there's not – it's all we talk about because we're, we're doing a million things. She had this crazy idea to do a podcast. So that's that that comes with and other it's amazing. music. We've got 19,000 channels and shows that we do on Facebook. Uh, and then now I'm writing a Broadway musical and everyone knows that's easy. Ask Lin-Manuel. It took him a year to write one flipping song. And, and, and uh, we say Broadway, and, yeah. we're using Broadway in air quotes. If it finds a home Eventually. on any stage, we'd be thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. Broadway style musical. Yes. Sorry. Safeway would be cool. Safe, anyway. I mean, we're going to go the grocery store parking lot. I'm going to ask Lisa how to compartmentalize or maybe, maybe Lisa will tell us how to do this. And I'm yeah. looking forward to that. So, so the whole conversation, we're hoping to learn how to eat better, how to live better and just be better. I mean, no pressure, Lisa, but uh, you're coming up. Lisa Leak is the author of 100 Days of Real Food, 100 Days of Real Food, Fast and Fabulous, and the upcoming 100 Days of Real Food on a Budget, which is available for pre-order. And best of all, she has taught her school-aged children how to cook. Wow. So their entire meals where her kids are in charge. She has a really inspirational blog and Facebook page and amazing recipes and meal plans and all that stuff. You have to check it out. But for right now, she's here with us. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for having me. It's great to catch up with you guys. I know. And you, I think I told you this a while ago. I, I, I started following you years and years ago because at some point after I had our kids, I realized the food we were eating was terrible. And I thought I'd kind of fancied myself this really health conscious person. And then I started looking at packages and it was all disgusting. And so I went on this journey to kind of clean up our diet and I found your journey. blog. A journey. I love, people love talking about journeys. These I know days. it was, it was journey yeah. and I had like one of those flower <laughs> hair wreaths. Anyway. Right. Don't um, stop believing. Yeah. <laughs> so, your journey took you all the way to Whole Foods. Exactly. <laughs> and a thousand dollars later. But so Lisa, tell me how you got started on this. Well, I actually, it was back when Oprah had her daytime show and I was watching it one evening and she had Michael Pollan on talking about where our food comes from. It was kind of like a train wreck where you just can't look away, but you don't really want to see what they're going to say. So um, he went on to explain how a lot of uh, the food is nowadays is processed. He called it Food likes substances, and I realized that was a lot of what was in my pantry. So just like you, I, you know, I thought I was doing an okay job. I cooked a lot. We only maybe did fast food once a week. You know, I didn't think it was too bad. But then I went on to read his book, In Defensive Food. And even though up to that point I had heard, eat your vegetables, eat whole grain breads and things like that, it really explained the why behind it. And it was a huge wake up call for me. I mean, I lost sleep at night. What am I going to feed my kids if goldfish and fruit snacks are no longer options? So I just, from that point, started to, to learn how to make changes. So for you ladies, what percentage of all great ideas come from Oprah? I mean, all. <laughs> 
I feel like we've we've talked to a lot of people about how they ch- like started their new business, and it seems like Oprah is in the sentence somewhere. I love me some Oprah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so Lisa, Lisa's another one of those. Um, what was your life like before? Were you, did you feel different? Did you look different? Did you, uh, like what you saw in the mirror? I mean, I feel like a lot of times there, there are these, these great success stories start with kind of lower points. Did you have one of those lower points? No. And that was the unusual thing. I mean, we all felt fine and, you know, we're, we didn't set out to make any changes. And I think that was what was so surprising about the whole thing is I sort of, went on this journey, as you (laughs) said, Kim, um, because I thought it was the right thing to do for my family. I felt this big responsibility that I'm in charge of feeding and raising my kids. And I was not doing a very good job up to that point. So it was really surprising when we did make changes. And then all of a sudden, my younger daughter, who was three at the time, um, she was actually struggling a lot with constipation. And it was like a switch had flipped in her just two weeks after making these changes. I, I couldn't believe the change in her. And it made you wonder what other underlying changes are going on that I, I couldn't see, um, not to gross you out, but um, no, no, but that's real. <laughs> then stuff. also she really struggled with asthma. <laughs> she struggled with asthma and, um, we saw a huge improvement in her wheezing. So even though I sort of started, this as the right thing to do. And also my husband lost a few pounds and, um, I think I lost a few pounds at the time. And I have to say my good cholesterol, the number that you want to be high, uh, for me, went up by 50%. And even my doctor was surprised. So when I started to see all of these things, I just knew there was no going back. Uh, so constipation, you brought that up. Sorry, just gonna, <laughs> I'm going to dive right in because we had that with our kids too. And it was, um, I don't know how to describe this in a, in a format. You know, I'm just going to do it. it <laughs> I mean, there were situations where we were like pulling stuff out. Oh, um, like mm. it was like, it, yeah, and you it, just okay. a coffee. And it, can't and say that I've been through that. But it had, it had the it consistency like of like, juice yeah. And, yes. you know, not a lot of, not a lot of results <laughs> and, um, you know, a lot of struggle there. And then all of a sudden it was like, I mean, I could snap my fingers. Everything was fine. Completely fine. And That's- I think it was even less than two weeks. I think it might've been more like one week. I mean, this was a, quite a while ago when we first made all the changes, it was pretty immediate and it was pretty, pretty drastic change there. So I, I couldn't believe that. And I really think it was probably um, the switch to 100% whole grain and also cutting way back on the sugar. I think those two big changes probably had a lot to do with changes in her. And then also, like I was saying, for me, the good cholesterol went just like it, it, the difference was amazing. So those are all great pieces of evidence of why people should cut out processed food, of course. But can you give us some examples of, you know, again, I thought I was eating really healthy. I thought I had grown up eating very healthy. You thought the same thing. What are some like easy switches and maybe things that people are being kind of duped by? Yeah. And I think people can get overwhelmed. I felt overwhelmed and I I hate for someone to feel so overwhelmed that they just give up altogether. I think it's really important to remember any small changes are better than none. And I think like one huge change you can make is just switching to 100% whole grain. Like it or not, 
Grains are a huge part of the standard American diet. So if you just make that one change that probably shows up in every meal that you eat, it could really make a big difference. Um, if that even feels too overwhelming, I think a, another great way to start is just with breakfast. You know, just work on cleaning up your breakfast so it's completely unprocessed. The, the number one way to know how processed your food is, is by reading the ingredients. So I look for five or fewer whole ingredients in any packaged food and just start by cleaning up breakfast and having a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables on your plate. And then once you accomplish that, you could move on to, you know, snacks or lunch or another meal of the day. What's what's whole grain? Is that like is rice a whole grain? Brown rice is. So um, in grains, (laughs) it is tricky. And I have like in both of my first two cookbooks, little charts and lots of information about that, because that's probably the hardest part about label reading. Um, So white rice is is refined and brown rice is whole or any actual colored rice, like they have black rice now, any colored rice is whole grain. Um, Oats are a lot easier. Pretty much all oats, whether it's rolled or, you know, quick cooking or steel cut, those are all whole grain. And then the trickiest part of grains is the wheat. Because um, at some point, our society decided to nickname whole wheat as wheat. So you know how people will say, do you want white or wheat bread? They both actually come from the wheat plant. So um, technically, the, the whole wheat, you need to say the word whole. You need to see that word whole on the ingredient label. If it just says wheat without the word whole, it's actually white flour, white bread. Wow. Um, so that's a little confusing. Yeah. So that's like the sprouted grain is probably the closest thing to something that would work, right? Am I getting that? I'm, um, well, I feel sprouted like I'm getting grain an F on this is test. usually whole grain, but um, but no, I mean what I'm talking about is when you look at uh, an ingredient label, and it should say whole wheat flour, like on a, a bread that's not sprouted. If it says wheat flour without the word whole, that's white flour. And a lot of times the key is don't pay too much attention to the front of the package because. Um, I actually have some packaged foods here if I know we're we're not doing um, video today, but I have some examples of like a Ritz cracker box. And on the front, it says maybe like eight grams of whole grain per serving. And then you turn it over and the first ingredient is wheat flour without the word whole. It actually has more white flour than it even does whole wheat flour. So it's, it's kind of tricky. Um, but I think, you know, with a little practice, you can get better at the label reading. And it, after you go through the initial transition, then you can stop paying too much attention to the ingredients. And, you know, oh, I bought these crackers last time and I know those were OK. And then it gets a, a lot easier. I mean, any any kind of big change is hard at first. Yeah. Penn just took a picture of my face because I apparently am so into this that he's like, <laughs> you are. No, it's I, I'm fascinated about how, you know, to to feed a family and what sort of resistance did they were young, your kids were young at the time. What sort of resistance did they put up of not being able to um, have those gummy fruit snacks, you know, as as their snacks anymore? Well, when I first introduced the idea of the 100 Days of Real Food pledge that we were going to do. I'm not going to lie. I did bribe them and tell them I would take them to Carowinds, the big amusement park, (laughs) when it was over. Um, I would say the hardest part was when we were not home because, you know, when you're home, you're in little like safe haven of real food and you're providing everything. But you go out and people have, you know, like you said, gummy fruits or chips. And um, so there were a couple slip ups because my kids, they were very young um, at the time. But I think that 
most kids want to do the right thing. And if you explain to them why you're making these changes, I mean, they want mommy and daddy to live longer. And I think especially now with my kids being older, I think it's great to even sit down and um, Food Inc. is a great documentary. And there's actually an in defense of food documentary now too. sit down and watch those with your whole family. I mean, it's hard if everyone's not on board. Um, but we're, we're more flexible now that our pledge is over. That was just an experiment. I mean, now we will, my kids are at the pool right now and I gave them a couple bucks and I know they're getting those drumstick things and it's fine, you know? (laughs) So I also packed them a very healthy lunch to go with it. So you also mentioned that your kids cook dinner for you. I think on one of your, okay. How old are your kids? First of all, so they are 11 and 13, but this has been going on for a few years. Okay. Um, and it started off with, um, I would ask them to help pick out a dinner recipe. And, and I tell you, sometimes they pick something out. And I kind of cringe like, ooh, I would never pick that or that seems complicated or I don't know. You know, it's not even stuff I would pick, but I just bite my tongue and I'm like, okay, you pick this. And then. Um, they, you know, when we first started a few years ago, I would let them make a little separate list for their ingredients for their dinner they're making. And they would go to the grocery store with me and they'd have their own cart and they would get what they would need. And of course I would supervise and be in the kitchen and, and help out. But now, I mean, it's been going on for so many years. I don't even, I just say, call me when it's ready. (laughs) I don't even go in there. It's really nice. They're not listening. Um, (laughs) Right now. So uh, is it, you know, is it good? Is it good food or yes. is it just God awful? Come yeah, now, on. Now Come we on. have had, Come on. had we, we have had a couple, couple fails. Um, my <laughs> yep. older daughter, one of the, one of the ones that she picked out that I sort of cringed about, this is a while ago, was miso soup with mm. like multiple ingredients I had never even heard of. But I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this for you. I'm gonna get these things. <laughs> It was fine um, because, you know, she she tried. So there have been a couple of fails. But then, I mean, other times I, re- I remember one day, um, this was actually very spontaneous. She comes to me and says, I see pork chops in the fridge. What are those for? Can I use them? And I was like, whoa, um, yeah, okay. And she found some recipe in a French book and she made like, pork chops with like these cooked apples and this cream sauce. Mm. It was so amazing. And then she went on and made um, chocolate mousse for dessert. And I'd never even made that before. So, you know, it's worth the fails. I think cooking is a really, really important life skill. I mean, what are your kids going to do when you send them off to college and in their first apartment and they don't even know how to make, you know, a meal from scratch? Like that's not going to be good for their, their health long term. Most important question, do they clean up after themselves when they are done making this food? No, they make the <laughs> Then there is no way we're doing ever. this. Zero percent no, chance we're I doing be- this. No, but Lola loves to cook. No. She makes the biggest mess. So do it's you, awful. by the way. No, I clean up my mess. She makes a terrible she does she uses twenty seven pans. <laughs> no, like this I was totally on board with this, but if I have to clean up their bleep after like getting done with this. No, I would ne- well, no, we're gonna do it, honey. We're gonna so here here's the thing. Ugh. Lola loves to cook and she loves to bake. Mm-hmm. So baking I feel like it's twenty times worse. No, but I feel like it's more to, to me it feels like more manageable because like how much could you really screw it up? I mean, even if it, the cake is misshapen, I'm going to eat it and it's going to be delicious. But I think like meals, I think she's ready. She's 11. She's way ready for oh, meals. Yeah. 
She totally. is, but she will yeah. not. She doesn't even. You know what our daughter does when we tell her to put her dish away after dinner? She puts it on the counter next to the dishwasher. Yeah, we're we're battling. And yeah. she walks away. So how is how is she going to do if well, we give her a bunch of to, pots honey, and pans? Honey, she. This is the parenting thing. We have to learn this stuff. Yeah. We're, so we're, I'll, I'll give you a little example. Okay. Just this morning, my kids they ate their breakfast. They did the same thing. They went and put their plate by the sink. Meanwhile, the dishwasher had been unloaded wide open. So what I said was to the one daughter standing there, you load your plate. And because you didn't do that earlier on your own, you load everything else in the sink. And then they'll like, hopefully remember (laughs) next time I'm going to be quote unquote punished and have to load all the dirty dishes if I don't take care of my own. But I mean, it happens all the time. It's, and they have to learn. And I think that kids, yeah, I am a little type A about how things are clean, which is bizarre. So sometimes I I get this very like I'll just do it. It's just easier, which is the wrong thing to do because that way they haven't learned how to do that. So I'm going to like mommy guilt myself a little bit that I need to just relax that. And it may not be clean perfectly, I know. but that yeah. It's not going to be I perfect. know you have you have to let go, especially with the dinner making and um and they do make a huge mess, but it builds their confidence. I mean, when they make a dinner and it's tasty and everyone's eating it and they're thinking, I just made like the whole family dinner. I mean, they are so proud of themselves. It's That's really, huge. really, it's worth, worth it. I promise. I, I, I you've inspired me for sure. Um, now I want, I want a picture of the first meal that she I makes. Promise. You send it to I'll me. tag. I'll we'll take a picture of the dishes. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. The so, picture. no, were you, so your third cookbook is coming out. Um, first of all, were you like a trained chef? Like what, what, what's your no. experience? God, don't remind me how I'm like not qualified <laughs> to do this. Sir, of co- uh, we ha- no, we have your cookbooks. Yeah. Like before I even we, knew you, like before I introduced myself to you and you're, um, you have like a pork lettuce wrap we, from your first cookbook. We that, eat that like yeah. once, once a, a week. Yeah. Or like, I mean once, like, yeah, yeah it's like, oh, a, yeah, it. no, it's a great I cookbook. Yeah. No, I just, I love, I've always, and when I say always, I mean, since college, my parents, I mean, they're great, but they did not teach me to cook growing up. I mean, I I helped maybe a little bit every now and then, but I was sent off not knowing how to do anything. And so um, I just started to really enjoy it when I, um, actually, when I met my husband in college, I felt like, oh, I want to cook a meal for him. You know, when you care about someone, it just felt right. So I started to just you know, trial and error, make all sorts of interesting things. And then um, my first job out of college, I wanted to be an event planner. And I, I ended up working for an event planning and catering company. I did not cook the food, but oh boy, was I in there asking questions. And And I started by taking recipes that I really loved and tried to clean them up. You know, so when I started my blog, it was like basically the real food version of a lot of favorites. And then eventually I just started, you know, making up recipes too. So no, I have never, I'm just a home cook. Um, but I write my recipes in a way that makes it so easy. I mean, I think your, your children could use my cookbooks. I mean, mm-hmm. not 90% of what's in there is just super easy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make things easier for people. And um, the third cookbook that's coming out, and it's like it's real food on a budget because there is this concept, a misconception, I think, that real food is way more expensive. It can be. Don't get me wrong. Like it, it definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. my Whole Foods shopping when I go to Whole Foods and shop um, versus like the conventional store, it is way more expensive. Yeah. But you can work to make it cheaper, right? 
Yes, you can. And so that was the biggest piece of feedback we got was this all sounds great and wonderful, but it sounds too expensive. So we did a second 100 Days of Real Food Pledge on a budget, and we had our readers vote, and uh, we ended up sticking to $125 a week for our family of four, and mm. it was not easy. Do you have um, – yes. are you, are you going to think about writing a book called, like, Two days of real food. Because that's, or like three days. I feel like, and I do this. Look, I'm working on my diet, but I have like a four or five day stint. And then um, I drive by a pizza place and I fall oh. off the wagon. And that, it's not like one slice of pizza. I'll eat an entire pizza. Uh, okay, so how do you feel after you eat the pizza? Terrible, but awesome while I'm doing it. And then I go, but then I need, you know what I need? I need that guilt and that awful feeling to propel me back into the next five or six days. So somehow I guess you forget in between. I know it's hard. It's more work to go home and make your own pizza. Yeah, it is. We tried a, a, a pizza that goes with what, so my diet is, it's similar to what I'm hearing from you. It's, it's paleo basically. Um, I don't eat a lot of bread. I don't eat any cheese anymore. No sugar. So I cut out I'm cut out some of the important stuff and I feel better. Um, but I can't make – I tried to make a cauliflower pizza with coconut cheese and I threw up in my mouth and then I threw up outside oh, of my God. mouth. And I threw up everywhere. And so just so – I'm asking you this because I want to know about cheat days because I got to have a cheat day every once in a while. Do you have mm-hmm. cheat days? I don't do a whole cheat day because I would feel terrible, but I do like a cheat maybe meal or dessert about once a week on average, give or take. We might go out for ice cream or donuts, or maybe I'll order fish and chips for my lunch because, I mean, I love deep fried food too for my treat every now and then. But, um, you know, it's balance is important. And what you're doing, a paleo diet is way harder than just trying to cut out processed food. So, I mean, I always tell people, I know, I know they like to do paleo and maybe some people have um, allergies to some of those things and they don't have a choice, but I, I think it's a little bit of a, a challenge to do that for life. I feel like the hundred days real food diet is something, it's a lifestyle that is manageable forever. You know, it's, it would be very challenging. I think to never eat any grain or dairy unless you're allergic to it. <laughs> It'd be very challenging to do that forever. Now, you you started, you had your 100 Days of Real Food Challenge, your blog, your cookbooks, and now you're, you and your husband work together, right? Yes, we actually have since, um, I think for like five or six years now, and we're still married. I know. So uh, we work together, and we do all this stuff together. What I'm always fascinated by couples that work together and how exactly you've stayed managed to work together for so long and stay married. Yes. Well, you have to have a very solid foundation (laughs) because, you know, it's not all unicorns and rainbows. Um, But and I think it's also important to kind of have a especially because we both work from home together to have a good separation of, you know, work and like I'm turning this off. So, you know, it's like the other day I was just like getting getting out of the shower. and He's like, hold on, I need you to look at the change to the homepage. And I was like, no, 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 (laughs) I'm not like available right now. Like if somebody I worked with called me, I would not answer it. So I'll be with you in a minute. But um, I think just like having those kinds of boundaries and um, and and also, um, you know, if something's not going well, figuring out how to to fix or, or change it so it doesn't harm the relationship in any way. Yeah. 
Great advice. Yeah. You're looking at me like that. Like I no, do that. No, no, I okay. do that. Okay. I do that. Like, so, yeah. Lately, I don't know what's like, Kim is in overdrive mode right now. And so we'll be like about to go to bed or we'll be sitting at dinner or I'll be like just waking up in the morning and I'll like open my eyes and she'll be staring over me with <laughs> some sort of idea. And I have so, so many ideas. And, and I love them, honey. You do have a lot of ideas. We can't do all of them. Um, yes, we can. No, Let's we do cannot. them all. We cannot. So in fact, <laughs> well, like, we're going to get done with this podcast right, and she's right going to be like. Going yeah. to bed, you know, yes, like if you're winding down and you're about to fall asleep and all of a sudden someone's like, oh, wait, we need to do this. You know, it's like. Okay, I was about to fall asleep, and now my mind no. is Or racing, even worse, so. like I was about to make a move, and then <laughs> no, I'm serious. And then it's like, what do you think about doing another? All of a sudden, I'm from Long Island. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's the voice that I hear in my head when it's nine o'clock, and I'm like, hey, baby, and you're like, hey, hey what do you think of this so... new Instagram TV app? And I'm like, I think, <laughs> I think that moment's over. <laughs> so let's move on. So, oh, it's it's just total hotness to anybody who's made it this far in the podcast um anyway so thanks for the advice um we, we want to wrap up with you with a little bit of rapid fire questions so these are going to be uh the quicker you can answer the more we can get through and this really has nothing to do with real food yep this has nothing to do with anything okay. that you do okay you ready i'm ready okay uh who is your biggest celebrity crush I don't know. Um, Brad Pitt, I guess. <laughs> That's a good one. What do you want your last meal to be? Tacos. Ooh, yes. With homemade tortillas. Oh, oh, oh come okay. on. Not like, what okay. about Taco Bell? <laughs> no, it's your last no. meal. You're not going to have to no. deal with the consequences. <laughs> Gross. Um, what's the most embarrassed you've ever been? Um, She's looking around like if anyone can hear her. <laughs> Like I said, I'm gonna get Don't worry, ideas. we're not putting this on the internet or anything. <laughs> we okay. totally are. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Um, well, <laughs> she got something. Um, I did recently go out to dinner with my husband, and I happened to see a table uh, with someone I knew. And as I walked up, I realized it was like. 12 of my neighbors and they didn't invite me out to dinner. Wait, so what did you do? Did you do the, did, did they were you like, guys I'll just come? pull up a chair. Obviously my well, invite. I, well, I was like, you know, I was there with my husband and, um, I did not end up eating there because that would have been, I was like, Oh, why don't we go next door to the Italian place instead? Um, I, you know, I tried to make it comfortable for everyone. Like I was like, Oh, Hey, like, how is everyone? But, and, and then of course later I'm kind of like, I should have been like, was there a ladies night memo that I missed or something? Uh, <laughs> or did they I try to come up with an excuse Were they like, Oh no, this is the puffy well, pants club or something. Well, like, I was mean, it? I have been out of town and somebody said, oh, oh, you're back. Like, you know, and I was oh. like, oh, play that card. You Good know save. You saw, Good you save. Saw me, but if anyway. it makes you feel any better, that has happened to us. Absolutely. Um, there was yeah. this like crazy, like, remember that like ladies night that all the cars like line all the way up around oh our cul-de-sac and yeah. it happened for four years and Kim, I guess your invitation got lost in the yeah, mail. I don't know. I, like, I'm also not incredibly social, so I really wasn't offended that I wasn't she invited. Was psyched. I was like, I was like, what? Yeah, and and Penn so Charles. Wait, did your invitation really get lost? Or no, 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 I wasn't invited. No, it's fine. Okay, well that yeah. makes me feel better. You no. know, you think like you grow up and you're a, an adult and you're not going to like have these kinds of things happen, but they do. 
So. They absolutely do. Well, um, thank you so much, Lisa, for talking with us. Um, and where do you want people to find you? Well, they can definitely check out my blog, 100daysofrealfood.com. And you can, I, I send like a newsletter, just a short one, once a week. I think that's the best way to stay in touch. I'll send you all the new blog posts and the what's going on, like the new cookbook coming out. And of course, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. Hi. Awesome. Well, thank you so very much. Thanks for, for putting up with me, Lisa. Putting up with us. Thank I, you for I, having very me. Grateful. Hopefully my neighbors are not listening. <laughs> We're going to send it to We're going to just send sure. it, yeah. Um, Hi. And then our kids have decided Hi. to join as well. So yeah. she she's the lady that writes the cookbooks, like she, the pork lettuce wraps that we do. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and tell them that I'm very excited that you are going to invite them each to pick a dinner recipe you that guys, they will make next week. They each have their own night, not together. And they're going to make dinner for you. And no, I want to see no. the picture. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. You are. You definitely and are. And you're going to no. clean up every single dish and put it back no. exactly no. where it is. See, they're out. They're out. No. They're out. After each other. No, they're going to be amazing. Nah, well, we'll thank you it. so much, Lisa. We'll talk to you soon. Definitely not. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Have a good afternoon. Okay, that, that was a fun interview. She helped us. And yes. she's so nice and so sweet. And I, I, I still am not sure that she's not a robot. Although she's very sweet, she's just a little perfect. She is very like she perfect. Yeah. And but but no no here's the thing. She did say she packed her kids' lunch to go to the pool, but she knows she gave them a couple bucks. So they're going to get one of those nutty buddies. Like, Actually, yeah, she knows yeah. she's not a robot. Although she's gorgeous and perfect and gets a lot done, so it does seem very robotic. Yes. Can I show you something? I, I took a picture, and you, you're not going to be able to see this on. Um, on our podcast, maybe we'll, we'll download it or something. You are the, Kim is the nicest woman. And when you, when you talk to her over, you know, say a telephone, she comes across as very sweet. I noticed during the podcast a couple of times that you had a wicked case of BRF. B- oh, um, well, that's, it's so funny. So I'm a very intense listener. This I is, listen very so intensely. Max, this is what she looks like when she's listening. What is that? Like, what is that like to you? <laughs> Wow, did she insult you, Kim? <laughs> no, but I'm a very intense listener. That's that's me. Li- that's my listening face. That's, I know. She looks. P- I don't know off. what oh BRF means. So, I know you're trying to be clean, but what does? It's what's the nicest way to say? Can you bleep it? Mm-hmm. Resting face. There's a video on it. It's very funny. Um, so uh, yes. yeah. you want to hear a funny story, Max? So we go. And this has nothing <laughs> to do with real food or working with your husband or anything. It has to do with Dave Matthews. Okay. So we went to the Dave Matthews. He was band- there. Yeah. I- I know this is why I'm telling you this story. We went to the Dave Matthews Band concert and a a very, and so we went with our neighbors who actually are dear friends. And so we're there with Chris and Michelle and we, we vacationed with them. They're very good friends. So Penn and Michelle, it's a loud concert, but Penn was telling Michelle about a story. So he's kind of leaned and he was like really gesticulating and he was really actively telling Michelle a story. I was standing on the other side of Penn. So Penn's in the middle. He's leaned over talking to Michelle. A very nice woman comes up to me and she's like, I know you from your videos and you look so mad right now. And I was like, (laughs) oh gosh, no, that's just my face. This is like what I look like. And she's like, no, you're so mad because Penn is so aggressively flirting with that lady. And and I'm like, I I almost peed myself. I was laughing so hard. I think that Penn is just a very... So when he talks to people, he is very um, 
I look different from you. He's very excited, and so maybe that comes off as flirt. In no world world was that flirtatious, but I, but my face. That's what it was. It was like, my, so my listen, my watching, listening face <laughs> is just so terrible. I need to work on it. Can right. I also say that while we were uh, about to purchase delicious IPAs in line, the, yeah. the beverage man, as he's pouring the beer, looks at Penn and goes, hey, Christmas jammies. Yes. There was, I think that the Dave Matthews band those audience. Those must have been our people. Those are our people because that <laughs> well, they was. they are. They're like 45. They're still clinging, trying to cling on to their youth, some youth unsuccessfully. And, yeah. That's us. <laughs> That's us. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far in the podcast, email us at holdermesspodcast at gmail.com. And would you please leave us a rating? Because if you go onto Apple Podcasts and you leave us a rating and a review, it really helps other people find this podcast. So it really helps. Uh, oh, for the love. Are you ya. serious? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.